Brand new LCP. Welcome back, man, to another week over here at the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast at LCP. Y'all know what Brand new LCP. Now, first of all, man, I want to give you guys a huge shout out, man, for that support last week. For a lot of you guys had great, amazing feedback for last week's episode entitled Expensive Beauty, where I talked about dating and how my guy Sully, my man Solomon, who sent in a voice message to where, you know, he expressed that there was a particular race of woman that he felt was tough to date. Now, of course, um, I tried my best to kind of counterbalance that out. So it was a it was a 50-50 playing field because I didn't want to have him say that, but not balance it out to kind of give you guys both ends of the spectrum. So again, I want to clap it up, man, for you guys enjoying that episode, the time I put in, the effort I put in, because one thing that people don't realize is that it's tough having a podcast that you run by yourself, that you run independently. So when you guys hear the stories, the sounds, everything is crisp. It sounds good. The sound bites playing from left by everything on point. That's all me. So when you guys support, again, my cash app is dollar sign NYC story 718. You guys can sign up to subscribe to Lunchroom Plus if you are on iPhones. That is available only on Apple Podcasts, man. So one more time for you guys supporting, man. Now, I think we're going to have a segment maybe about two times a month on the podcast. I'm going to have my guy Solomon, my man Sully, send in a story. We're going to call that Stories with Sully. So that's going to be the new segment because right now we're going to have the first ever official edition of Stories with Sully. Because he sent in a new story about how he got called a broke ass nigga. Now, I want to I wanna take some time this episode and kind of focus on that because i want to know from you ladies directly again you guys can hit my my dms on instagram at lunchroom chat apart or you guys can click the link in any episode description and send in a voice message and let me know what do you think makes a man a broke-ass nigga now i got some responses i want to read after i play the voicemail where i asked that question on instagram and i had a couple women send in what they felt was the definition to them of a broke-ass nigga. Now, one lady said a broke-ass nigga to her is a man who simply is struggling and can't pay for shit. And I'm like, God damn. So if there's a woman out there and she's struggling, you know, she's having a tough time, do we call her a broke-ass bitch? Or should a man call her a broke-ass bitch as she's, as she's trying to maneuver through and get herself back on track? Everybody hits the, everybody hits stumbles. And that's one thing I don't want to let people forget that everybody stumbles in their life in some shape or form. Ain't nobody at the peak and at the top of the roller coaster, they whole fucking life. Eventually, you're going to drop down. Now, if you work hard, you you overcome the struggles that you are now facing with. You can take that roller coaster right back up to the top. But nobody's roller coaster stays at the top from the time they're born into the time they die. And that's what I've been trying to preach when I say just because a man has a tough time and he's struggling, if he's a good man, stay with that man. Don't leave him because he's struggling because how dare you struggle? You a man. I don't want to be with a man that struggle. I'm going to go get me a man that, you know, got the money now. And then you get to that man with money. And now it's not what you thought it was, because sometimes, as I said before, the grass ain't always greener on the other side. So now the man that you left when he gets back on his feet and now you stalking him on IG, you stalking him on social media and you see, oh, my God, he with somebody else. 
how dare he marry somebody else? But he never wanted to marry me because he knew the type of person you were. He knew you was quick to give up. And how at the first sign of his life not going the way you thought it should go, you was going to run and leave. Now, before I dive into the episode, um, I'm going to talk about, like I said, um, what makes a man a broke-ass nigga. Um, there was nurses at Emory University here in Atlanta. They got fired. So we're going to talk about that in much, much more. But um, first, let's play the voice message from my guy, Sully, the first ever official LCP edition of Stories with Sully shortages of stories like this but let me tell you how i got called a broke ass nigga last night so on my way home from work i stopped at the bar and i always stop at this bar i like places when i go you know they know my they know my name they know what i want to drink you know i i like that feeling so i always go to the same places so i go in i get my long island i'm in there chilling man it's a cool night they playing spanish music blah 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 so a woman that also goes to this bar kind of regularly is there and, you know, she's ordering drinks, ordering hookah. She comes and sits next to me. And like I said, I know we're bar friends, right? And let me go ahead and say that this woman is not my type in the slightest. What do I mean by that? Well, she ain't got no job. She ain't got no education. She has no military service. And she's not my type physically. So I'm not interested in this woman. I just want to highlight this. So we are just bar friends. This is just someone I know in passing, really. But anyway, we're at the bar. Everyone's having a good time, right? Of course, when it comes time for me to leave, she tells the bartender that, oh, everything's going to be on Solomon's tab. He has it. And so I, <laughs> and so I stopped the bartender right there. I said, what makes y'all think that I'm going to pay for her stuff? Like, we didn't come here together. I did not approach her. I did not ask if she wants me to buy her a drink. Like, nothing. Now, 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 I don't mean to cut my nigga off, but like I said, this is the first ever official edition of Stories with Sully. And he right. Just because a man goes out with you and you a woman don't mean he should pay for your shit simply because you got a pussy or the fact that you a woman. If it's not talked about beforehand, hey, we're going out. This is a date. Don't look for that nigga to pay for your shit. Now, again, let's get back to the first ever official edition of Stories with Sully. I gave, I gave no inclination that I was paying for this woman's stuff. So when I said I'm not paying for it, her and the bartender said, Damn, Solomon, we didn't know that you was a broke-ass nigga. <laughs> Bro, what? I, I, how did I get called a broke-ass nigga by a bitch with no job? And so they're making a scene. I just say, fuck it, bring me the tab. So what was meant to be an $8.50 Long Island tab turned into a $98 tab with all of her shit on it. And so, bro. Oh, my what God. Planet do these women think that just someone they know in passing is supposed to spend $100 on their ass? And I, I didn't even ask this woman out on no date, bro. I didn't even meet her there. It's just she just happened to be there. And expected me to pay for her shit. And she's not. Oh, pause that. Hold on. Wait. So they didn't even arrive at the at the location together. So he was out at the bar and someone he knew just so had happened to be at the same bar. And because she's seeing him, she thought, oh, this is a man. I know him. He should pay for my shit. Girl, stop it. Oh, my God. Ooh, you a lie. I can understand. I can understand 
if she was just this fine ass bitch at the bar, got this balling, got life going well, and I approach her, but bruh, I'm sitting on the opposite end of the bar. Like, like, how do they expect for me to pay for their shit? I'm confused. Mm, mm-mm. I want to clap it up one more time for my guy, Sully. Sully, 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 man. First ever official edition of Stories with Sully now. Before we dive into the episode, man, I want to play a song by my guy, La Russell. This song is called Demon with the Halo. This song dropped in 2021 off his project Cook Together, Eat Together. He's a dope black brother, independent. He busts his ass. He put hella effort into his content. So you guys know, I love when I find black artists, black entrepreneurs, black whatever. They're independent and they invest so much time in putting out good content. This is also my son's favorite rapper. Song is called Demon with the Halo by my guy La Russell. Yeah. So, man, how beautiful. This nigga just keep getting better. I'm always amazed, man. I'm proud of you. Put in Brand new LCP. This shit different. Hey, you ever seen a demon with a halo? Hey, took some L's, but I'm okay, though. It's all moving as planned. When your boys see you as the man, made it once and I can do it again. Nigga, follow the code. You see the blueprint? How much they put in on this? I counted two cents. <laughs> I'm at unreachable heights, but still reachable. Wise, but still teachable. Come on, man. <laughs> the city is in great hands. Shout out to our king. They worst nightmares. Black men living their dreams. Fuck the media, cause everything ain't what it seems. State in your opinion, boy. Get up there and sing. You ain't off the chain until you get your chains off. 16 bars. I'm finna get this pain off. Oh, you think I'm lying? I cut my mane off. Never need a bitch, I cut my mane off. Bitch, I'm really God body. Father, Son, and Spirit in the flesh. Flow water, you can come and cast a net. Dr. Doolittle, hear my dogs, I'm a vet. They calling me the greatest, I ain't even playing yet. Nigga, this the warm up. A hundred from the field, got my form up. Label contracts getting torn up. I do it my own way. Mama rolling up while the song play. Gotta stop and stretch, we came a long way. <laughs> Ever seen a demon with a halo? Took some L's, but I'm okay though. It's moving as planned. When your boys see you as the man, made it once and I can do it again. Nigga, follow the code, you see the blueprint. How much they put in on this? I counted two cents. I'm at unreachable heights, but still reachable. Wise, but still teachable. This shit different. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that song is called Demon with the Halo by my guy LaRusta. You guys can check him out on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you get your music. That project is titled Cook Together, Eat Together. Again, that's my guy, La Russell. Brand new LCP. Woo! Now, I want to talk about some shit. Now, a video came across my timeline the other day. Now, the video was... In- Madam, let's get the video pulled up. Because the video was entitled, 
are struggling men really the prize? Now I know some of you guys are we gonna boo. I know some of you guys are booing. Nigga, shut up. Nigga, how dare you utter that fucking word? How the fuck can a man that's struggling be the prize? But that goes back to the conversation about what do you guys consider a broke man? Because like I said, nobody starts at the top of the food chain. Every man struggles in some shape or form. So it's not a bad thing to actually, you know, stick with your man. Now I had a conversation with one of my um one of my good friends last night, and she said about the actress Tabitha. And how Tabitha retired her husband from his job as a police officer. And how when, when, when news broke that she retired her husband from his job, a lot of women said, what? That nigga using you. Why the fuck would you retire him from his job when he's supposed to be retiring you? You getting played, Tabitha. That's what everybody said. Now, Tabitha seen that and, and Tabitha came out and she said, uh-uh, you guys got it fucked up. I know now I'm I'm doing well as an actress and as an entrepreneur, but back when I started this shit, I wasn't making no money. She said, I wasn't making no money. So my man, my husband took a job as a police officer so that he can make some good money in L.A. and provide for us, for him and me, because I wasn't working. She said, I was going to audition after audition. I kept hearing no. I wasn't bringing in no fucking money. So my man held it down for years. For years so that I can pursue my dreams Even though I wasn't making no money To actually help anything towards the household That's what she said So she said once my career took off as an actress As an entrepreneur And things started going well I told him you know what you held it down So fucking much so that I can see my dreams Happen that I am going to Retire you Let's clap it up Cause that's some real shit And that's the shit that a lot of Motherfuckers don't realize they think that and, and again, some people say, well, if your man held it down as you was pursuing your dreams, that's what he's supposed to do. Look, nobody's supposed to do shit, okay? That's a fucking lie. Ooh, you a lie. Nobody's supposed to do shit. So we got to get out that mindset that somebody is supposed to do something. I'm a, I'm a man. If I come home and I think, why the fuck ain't no food on the fucking stove? My, like, my wife ain't supposed to do that. That is a kind gesture to where if I come home and there's food on the fucking stove... I'm going to say thank you. I'm going to be happy because she didn't have to do that. That was something she did to make me feel better and to brighten up my day. And that's the shit I be trying to under get people to understand that nobody's supposed to do nothing. And that's the, the issue with social media. Motherfuckers see these memes on social media and think that, oh, the man's supposed to do this. The woman's supposed nobody's supposed to do shit. If somebody do something for you, it's a kind gesture. Say thank you, be appreciative, and shut the fuck up. But going back to the video on YouTube, again, his YouTube page is my girl Olivia Alexa. That is O-L-I-V-I-A Alexa, like the Amazon Alexa. Now, again, this video, it's only two minutes long. It's entitled Struggling Men Are the Prize. Now, I want you guys to hear what she say after she's done. We're going to jump in. We're going to speak a little bit. And then also... Um, I want to talk again, and I this this topic is constant on the LCP podcast. It's very constant. Brand new LCP about the use of guns, man. Because these youths are dying younger and younger and younger. Now I seen a, a story on First Forty Eight last night, and it just reminded me of the recklessness that I know adults are the same fucking way, but I'm talking about in regards to youth because 
You guys know I live in Atlanta. Now, at Atlantic Station, it's, it's an outdoor mall here in Atlanta. Now, there was a 12-year-old shot dead at the mall. So I'm going to dive a little bit into that. And also about, you got to watch your fucking kids, man. Just because your child 12 and he tell you he going to, your, um, he going to his friend's house to play the game, they probably not playing the game, especially not these kids. Now, now, back when I was 12 and we say, hey, I'm going to my friend's house to play Sega. We was over there playing Sega. But now motherfuckers that say that shit, motherfucker, the grandma said, I didn't know my 12-year-old son was at the mall. He was at the mall. Security said that the group he was rolling in was bigot shit. Now, the curfew for that mall is 3 o'clock to where after 3, you got to have an adult with you if you are a minor. So they got kicked out. They got into an argument with a whole nother group of young teens. Ended up being shots fired back and forth. He died. The 12-year-old's friends left him on the street, went downstairs, took the train home. They laughing. They joking. Meanwhile, their 12-year-old friend, who they went to the mall with, was shot dead on the street. And you see video of these motherfuckers laughing on the fucking train, knowing that their 12-year-old friend is up on the street, shot dead, bleeding out. That's some fucking, that's some bullshit. That's bullshit. Oh, my God. God, but let me. I, I know I got sidetracked, but I got that the anger just it was balling on me. The anger was building up, but let's dive into this shit real quick. Our struggling men, the prize again. Her YouTube page is Olivia Alexa. Our struggling men, really the prize. Nine times out of ten, the things that are often overlooked are exactly where your attention should be. We're in a social media world, a world where everything is visual. But the funny thing is, a lot of women are still so blind. They see the dollar signs, the status, the lifestyle, all of which are attached to a man that's not worth her time, but that's exactly who gets all of it. See, what you don't understand is the same man that you look down on because he was working a nine to five, regular guy, out every day grinding to make it, is the same man who would have treated you right, but you overlook the person you should have seen. And that's the case with so many women. A person will show you who they truly are when you have nothing to offer them. When you have little to no benefit to offer is when you will see what a person is truly about and where your relationship stands. A lot of women neglect the beauty of dating a struggling man, but that's where the foundation of trust is built. The loyalty, the commitment, because he's not trying to win you over with any money because he doesn't have it. (laughs) He's going to win you over with effort, consistency, and that comes with respect. See- now I want to pause it right there because at this at this point in time in the world, I could kind of predict what women are thinking before they even say it. Now I know right now some of you guys say, "Well, well if my nigga's struggling, why would I continue to support him? Because once he get on his feet, he gonna leave me anyway." Go get some fucking therapy. Your mind is preconditioned based off of the shit you see on social media. That's when you feel that way, or you got past trauma from past relationships that you are refusing to work on. Go get some fucking therapy. Just had this conversation with my friend the other day as I was driving about how sometimes when you are single, it is okay to focus on yourself because when you start dating somebody, you're going to lose a piece of you anyway because you can't invest time into yourself 24-7 because the time you have now when you're single to just think about you, what I want, what I want to do. When you start dating now, the me is going to become a weed to where now you can't just think about you. You got to think about us. So now you might want to go out to eat and sit in the park and just relax. But now your spouse may say, hey, I want to come too." now your private time that you would have had when you were single. 
It's now us time to where that might have been the day you wanted to just chill to yourself. That's why I say when you single, don't just come online and say, I'm single and I'm working on me. Actually take the time to work on your fucking self. Don't just say it because it sounds good. It's going to get the likes. It's going to get the praise, the validation online. Actually do the shit. Do the shit, man. And that's when I know New Year's resolutions coming up first of the year. A lot of you motherfuckers gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna stop drinking. I'm gonna stop smoking. I'm gonna go to the gym. Most of you motherfuckers ain't gonna do shit. Boo. Most of you motherfuckers ain't gonna do shit. It sounds good. I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm gonna take care of my body. It sounds great. But if you're gonna do the shit, you don't gotta talk about the shit. Like, stop trying to convince yourself that you're actually gonna do the shit. Either do it or shut the fuck up. Well, let's dive back in. Only value and respect something that you had to work hard to get. He understands the sweat, the long days, the living paycheck to paycheck, the goal setting, working overtime just to take you somewhere nice, etc. That's where 90% of the time the guy with wealth falls short. He has no respect for you. He didn't put in any effort with you. He didn't have to work to build a foundation with you. He simply got you. I want to pause that. Because I don't think y'all heard her. In regards, to, and I and I had this conversation on Instagram the other day at Lunchroom Cheddar Pod. How with a lot of men, if you take away money, if you take away money, that's like taking away a woman's makeup to where their confidence is kind of stripped away, or like taking away these fucking Instagram filters. The confidence that was had it now drops because you don't have the crutch to fall back on. Like she said, a lot of men use money. It's like, I don't know if you guys seen the, the new season of The Shy this past season to where Tiffany was dating Iman Shumpert. And again, spoiler alert. Tiffany was dating Iman Shumpert's character. Now, it was I believe it was Christmas time. And she wanted a gift that was thoughtful, that was thought out. Something he actually took the time to actually think about, oh, what does my girl like? Let me get her this because this is something I feel would be valuable to her. But he didn't do that shit. And she was pissed the fuck off because he got money in the show. Iman Shepard's character got money on the show. So instead of getting a thoughtful, nice gift that he actually took the time to actually put effort into, he went out, bought a coach bag, bought a Gucci bag. He just bought a Birkin. He just bought all the expensive shit that he thought was going to woo her because that works for a lot of women. But for Tiff, she was like, I don't give a fuck about this shit. I don't want that bag. I don't give a fuck how much that shit costs. I wanted you to get me a gift that you actually put the time and the effort to think about before you got it. And again, I know I'm kind of talking in fucking thin air because I know a lot of women, some of you guys included, y'all want the coach bag. Y'all want the Birkin. Y'all want the expensive shit because you want to post it online and brag. Look what my man got me. Oh, my God. I'm the best ever. Oh, my God. I'm oh, my the- we know. God. We know. We know. Dating now is damn near the online parade of, hey, look what he got me. Look what this person is doing for me. And then when motherfuckers have conflict, they don't know how to actually have the conversation, talk about it in person and actually have those deep heartfelt conversations because so much is spent online couples shading each other instead of talking to each other like i don't understand that shit why the fuck people shade their partner when the motherfucker be damn near in the other room why the fuck you gonna post a meme about your partner when your motherfucker be in the other room put your fucking phones down actually have time converse make eye contact 
eye contact still matters, man. Have, make eye contact with your partner. Like, be able to engage in, just have healthy conflict resolution, man. But let's dive back in for the last couple seconds. Another prize on the shelf, something to pull out when he wants to play with it and throw back when he's done. That's what most wealthy men do. They buy things because they can, not because they need it. Hell, Sometimes not even because they want it, just because they can. They're more intrigued with the fact that they can buy you instead of actually being intrigued with you. To him, you come at a monetary cost, and he can buy a thousand more of you because you come a dime a dozen. You're nothing special. But with a struggling man, your love was bought with authenticity and genuineness that was built on solid ground, and that's the beauty within the struggle. So until the next video, I'll see you guys later. Bye. Mm. Now, I feel like she, she made a lot of valid points. Now, let's go to the comment section. I'm going to read some of the comments now. This one man said, he said, you are 100% correct. No matter how hard I try to show a woman that I love them and treat them like a queen, it's never enough for them. He said, I have my nine to five job trying to be financially stable, and I'm trying to go back to school to earn my bachelor's of science degree in media communications from Full Sail University. Every woman don't even appreciate me, nor do they ever value me. I guess they prefer the street guys who have no purpose. Now, shit. I can actually agree, man, because it's something that I've struggled with over time, too, to where, and I had the conversation with my friend the other week, and I'm sure she can tell you when I was like, like, does it even pay to be good anymore? Does it even pay to kind of put somebody else's feelings at the forefront, of course, not above your own, but to, but to actually take the time to think about your actions and how your actions may hurt somebody's feelings. Is that shit even cool or should I just be ruthless and just say fuck it and just do the same goofy shit I see a lot of motherfuckers do? That's all I'm saying now. Somebody said, this is a man or woman. They said, I really needed this. I'm struggling a little and it touches, oh, this is a man. He said, I, I, I really needed this. I'm struggling a little, and it touches a man's pride, knowing his pockets aren't as firm as they should be. Having a queen that consistently motivates and supports is paramount to any great man's success. Thank you. I am subscribing. Now, let me get a woman's opinion before I get out of here. Now, this woman said, you earned a subscriber. It's true. A lot of my exes left me because I was broke and trying to make it. One of them told me that, oh, just a man. One of them said, told me that no girl would ever date a guy like me unless she's blind. That hurt so deep when I realized that all my exes left me because of money. Your video just healed a three year long of pain in relationships. Clap it up, girl. What's her name again? You guys can find her YouTube page. That is Olivia Alexa. I see you out there. I see you, girl. You're out there making a difference, man. That's what that's what brand new LCP. That's what it's about. Making a difference, making your content that actually resonates with people, man. See, and that's what I'm talking about, man. And I hope you guys actually took the time to actually listen and understand what she was going through. Now, <clears throat> I hate talking about this, man. I hate talking about, you know, youth dying and because it's something that I, I kind of hope that eventually I get to a place to where we don't have to have this, this conversation consistently. But I don't think we are because killings is the norm. People not knowing how to 
have healthy conflict resolution, it's the norm. That's why I had my guy Sully a couple episodes ago where he sent in a voicemail in regards to when I asked him, like you being an avid gun owner, like how do you know how to use your gun only for life and death situations and not use your gun because you're angry at somebody? Because that's what happens now. Motherfuckers don't use their gun because it's a life or death situation. They use their gun because you made me mad. And now because you made me mad, I am going to shoot you. And we shouldn't be at that point because it's not healthy. And I'm tired of seeing kids 11, 10, 12 years old die at a young age. Had this conversation with my son's teacher yesterday when I went to go pick him up about how, you know, I'm happy that he's that a lot of things that he does at school is beneficial for my son and how sometimes my son comes home and he's so happy to actually still do some fucking work because he's happy and he's learning and he feels excited about everything. And I hope that my son continues on that path because a child being nine or 10 years old, yes, that's young to the world, but a 10 year old can get caught up in the street the same way a kid that's 17 could. And that's why I said in this story right here, you had a child 10 years old, man. I mean, not 10, 12 years old, shot and killed at Atlantic Station, man. And I I hate playing these news articles, these news stories, but I feel like I can't avoid it because a lot. my son is seven years old. I know a couple of you guys got daughters, sons, twins, and I kind of always want to drive home the point that I don't give a fuck how great your child act at home. Once your child go to school, get out on the streets, you can't control their behavior in what they do. So, again, this is from 11 Alive. Ripley, we first brought you this as breaking news last night at 11. One person killed, five injured in a shooting near Atlantic Station. And today, we've learned the lone fatality in that shooting was a 12-year-old boy. We began our team coverage tonight with 11 Alive's Dawn White. She was on the scene last night, and tonight she's back near the scene. So, Dawn, what do we know right now? Joe, just hours ago, the Fulton County Medical Examiner's Office identified that 12-year-old boy as Zion Charles. Atlanta Mayor Andre Dickens, he said this afternoon that the five people who were shot here outside of Atlantic Station are all teenagers. The mayor also added that one of those teenagers is currently in the hospital in critical condition. And that teen, as well as a few others, are students in Atlanta Public Schools. Atlanta police tell 11 Alive off-duty officers escorted the group off the Atlantic Station property due to curfew violations and unruly behavior. Investigators say a fight broke out within the group close to the 17th Street Bridge. And there could be multiple shooters as three guns have been recovered. The mayor says several parents didn't know their kids were at Atlantic Station, which already has a heavy police presence this time of the year. I'm a parent of a 17-year-old daughter in this city. And it is my everyday task to make sure I know where she is from the time she goes to school to, to her volleyball practice to her after-school job to visiting friends. And so I'm asking parents right now that you use your phones, your Android or your iPhones. They all have trackers. And this comes at one of the busiest times of the year for the popular shopping destination. Coming up after the game, I'll have more on possible safety measures in the future to prevent shootings like this. Nah, I hate I got a fucking boo, man, but I'm tired of this shit, man. 
Like, like I said, man, I hope we get to a point to where these, these type of stories, these conversations are not the normal. Man. I want to see kids grow up. And now, I know it sounds like I'm kind of beating that horse because I say this shit all the fucking time. I want to see kids grow up. I want to see kids. Actually, y'all don't want to see kids live their fucking full life, their full potential. Like, I want to see how some of these kids' lives going to play out. I don't want to just motherfuckers be dying at 10, 12, 11, a two-year-old last summer or damn Six-year-old boy got shot in the back in the car from a drive-by shooting, even though his mom was driving down the street. Ain't had shit to do with nothing. That's why I said, man, I'm trying to really, really, really drive home this. And I know that even if me saying this on the podcast, on the episodes, if my words can even impact fucking five people, then I'm good. Shit, even two people. Because those two can pass along my message. Now that two become ten, that ten become a hundred, that hundred become a thousand, and... It keeps going. So that's why I say on your podcast, on your your Instagram, whatever, make sure you guys have these conversations and just don't don't ignore these conversations, man. Like don't shy away from the conversation because you feel like it's not important. If I talk about it, it's not gonna give me enough likes. Like just really, really have these conversations, man. Now I want to dive into something real quick, man. Now before I get out of here, man, I feel bad for Nia Long. Now we all know Nia Long had a situation with um her ex, her now ex, Ime Udoka. He was the coach of the Boston Celtics. He ended up cheating with somebody who worked at the fucking Boston Celtics organization. Now, the Best Man TV show is coming out on Peacock, I believe, this week or maybe next week, early next week. And now she has to do the media press run. And they asking the questions about Ime Udoka and the situation. But this is what she had to say. What she responded to where she responded to the cheating scandal and how she felt about that situation becoming public, even though she believed. And I believe the same thing that that should have stayed behind closed doors. But this is how she felt about that becoming public and her business being put on front street. And he was saying, and when we talked, he said, I don't care what you say, this was a private matter that should have never been public. Uh, it was it was never something that should have been publicized. I'm a sports reporter, and I'm telling you, it was none of my business. Absolutely, 101%. He was the first person who said it. I agree with it. I think it's been in, incredibly um, difficult for me to manage, you know, all of that while working and trying to be a mom and trying to um, I'm trying to find the humanity in all of it you know it feels like I agree man because and that's the part that motherfuckers don't realize because like to, to us to the rest of the world motherfuckers just see topics as a story oh that's something that happened right now but there's kids involved she has a child like motherfuckers got families and friends and they got to see this shit and now they got to talk about this in school. Like, that's what I just say. Like, when you guys see stories and topics, I know to you, they're celebrities. It's my business. I care. I'm going to comment. I'm going to say whatever. But you got to think about the fact that a lot of these situations, man, people got kids. They got friends. They got families, man. And you got to be mindful of that. And that's why I be so big on mental health and just... Always making sure I put people's mental health first because you don't want to ignore that shit. You don't want to ignore that shit. That's why I say, ladies, if you and going back to the beginning, if you with a man that's broke, think about his fucking mental health. If you with a man and he don't got the money he, that you think he should have right now, think about his mental health. 
Because as men, we know if we don't got the money that we feel like you you want us to have, we know we don't got that money. But it don't mean we're not going to have it one day, but work with us. And now when I say work with us, I'm talking about work with a man who is actually worth working with. So if you date a motherfucker and he a drug dealer, he fucking sell weed, he, he want to rap and he fucking 55 years old and shit. Don't work with that nigga. Work with the guy who actually putting the time in, the effort in to actually improve himself and become better. That's the motherfucker you got to work with. That's why I say over here at the LCP, that lunchroom chat. And I might do you guys a favor this week and drop. Matter of fact, I, I'm not going to say it yet, but I might drop a two pack this week. You guys might get another episode depending on how I'm feeling. But again, you guys can have more of these conversations. That's why I say my Instagram is an extension of the podcast. So sometimes, some weeks, if an episode don't drop, if you guys are not signed up for LCP Plus and you guys can't get the bonus content, follow me on IG at Lunchroom Chat Pod because the park, I mean, the Instagram is an extension of the conversation that happens here, but except they happen daily or they happen many times a week on Instagram. So make sure you guys follow me on IG at Lunchroom Chat Pod. Again, my cash app is dollar sign NYC Story 718. And I think I'm gonna have a guest on next week. I don't know who I'm gonna have yet. I know I gotta see if I can lock in a slot for this person to come on a podcast. But I want you guys to keep supporting the podcast. Let your friends know, coworkers, friends, aunties, cousins, your mama. Let them know, man. The LC. Or, as a matter of fact, if if any, and I always say it, if any one of you guys want to come on the podcast and have healthy conversation, laugh, joke, talk about something fun, something sad, something just anything, you guys can come on. But again, make sure you guys stay locked in, stay tuned in. Y'all know what time it is. This is that. Brand new LCP.